Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Truffles Podcast with me, Lewis, also Sips. Hello, Hi. Sips. Also P-Flex. Hi, How good morning. What, what? How are you guys doing? How are you? Good week, good energy. It's suddenly gone from summer to winter. I got soaked on the way in today. Um, I've, I'm going to have to start carrying an umbrella around. Oh. I, it's, a, it's a shift. Worst a, time a of year. Shift. Umbrella season. That time of year. I hate it. Um, it's just it just it puts a damper in her on everything, hey! man. It's just like, oh, get out. He's he's only gone and done it. He's for he's reals. Done it. It, it for reals. It, but like, seriously, all the, folks, all the markets all like shut down, and there's no one anywhere, and it's all like I don't know. Just just everyone everyone feels like like everyone's spirits are low as well. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Well, like seasonal a, affective disorder is a real thing. I I, I suffer from it quite a lot. I, I suffer from a lot of weird shit, actually. And w when it starts to get dark and the, the evenings draw in and the mornings are dark, I get so fucking miserable and I hate being cold all the time and my fucking arthritis plays up and it's it's awful. Yeah. I, I just hate it. I, I'm like right. an old person uh, now. Oh, my piles oh, are giving me jip. <laughs> oh, my gout's all played up. Doing me, doing me bloody head in. I've been thinking about it a lot recently and I think my biggest problem is that I simply just have a small penis and mm. <clears throat> i can relate back a lot of the mm. uh the, tr the trouble life. and strife back to that one frustration defining aspect of, how of me and my think, life how different do you think your life would have been if you had a, a, like a, a a massive cock like absolutely oh. fucking massive oh man i just 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 thinking right now Free flights easily, right? You just go up to the desk, say, I got a big one. And they're like, you don't even have to pay, sir. On you go. What flight You're, do you want to fly on? The seat with extra, extra third leg room. So All you of them. But I'll there. need a spare seat for my, for my dick. For my just enormous dick, yeah. Flop I mean, right the, the, on there. Like if you had a big, a, a decent sized penis, you wouldn't have had that Ferrari, that, you know, impounded. That's it. Um, and you wouldn't have, you know. I'm not saying decent size. That fight. I, I, I want something that people actually go, oh my god. I want like mine that. to be like comically large. L like, literally a comic book penis. Yeah. You want you want people to go. Ugh. No, I want them to go. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, like a blimp. I want it to be like a blimp. I don't know. Like if it's if it's if it's comically large, people just. I think I think people go. Ugh. Like a big like inflatable I, I, hammer. Like I want huge. it so big. I can't make that. Joke. It looks like an illness. That's not what you want. You, look like, you want to look like you've had a bee sting you. <laughs> yeah, and I've had an allergic <laughs> reaction on my dick that's made it bigger. Hey, I read this thing about a, a guy, forty-five years old. Okay, at forty-five years old, this guy decides that uh, the power move of the of the day for him is to inject Vaseline into his dick. 
to make it mm-hmm. bigger. Wait, 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 wait. And he gets gangrene what? in his it, dick. Isn't it silicon? <laughs> I, thought they, I thought that there's like a community of people. That, that was like silicon. petroleum jelly, or maybe it was silicon. Well, yeah. maybe it was silicon. Well, that, that guy I'm... died. Like the, he, he has the biggest cock and balls because he's been pumping silicone into them. Oh, um, he, when God. he sits down, it looks like there's a dog hiding in his crotch. <laughs> okay. like he has to have special trousers made that have an enormous crotch because... I mean, they, he whipped it out on camera, and his dick, I'm not kidding, it was literally like, you you have to get two hands under it to lift it up. Oy. It's vaguely the same shape as a penis. His testicles are enormous, and I, I just think, right. you know, that's not real. that's cheating. have a wheelbarrow to, like, push his balls he around. He was like him. Buster Gonads. Do you remember him from Viz? <laughs> <laughs> do not seriously guys like don't fuck around with your yeah, dick don't, don't fucking inject never stuff inject into anything you into your don't use the, I, mean, I those, would say oh. i'd say body but if you really feel like you need to leave your dick alone it's yeah, not please. meant for having things injected into it okay just In, things injected out of it maybe we don't need this disclaimer but i feel like it's there anyway like, <laughs> well, like don't use those penis pumps man, when they, a 45 year old gonna... man gets gangrene in his dick from injecting stuff into it i think that's the point at which we do have to have the discussion i mean come on right that's the target audience you know what this, this it's, it's high time we took issue with these penis injectors Everybody else is getting in the neck one way or the other. Why can't we call these nerds out? Stop They're getting in the dick. Stop fucking the pavement. Stop fucking bicycles. Stop yeah. injecting stuff in your dick. You know We've what? been here before. We've covered a bunch of these, but this is a fresh if one. If you're going to fuck a pavement or a bicycle, more power to you, I guess. Don't let me catch you doing it because I you know, would be upset. But at the same time, as long as you're not injecting stuff into your cock, it's fine. Honestly, just and you're not like harming other people or whatever, like... It's fine. Just just carry on. I don't also, care. Also, if you're working with something which is less than the average, okay, let's just say, you know, I'm not talking from experience, obviously. Uh, I have a massive cock. Uh, yeah. The But if you're working <laughs> with something... Brindley. It's a curse and a blessing. Big swinging. Anyway, uh, if you're working with something that's, that's less than the average, you know, you got you got up your tongue game, you know? Go to work on other projects. Yeah. There's other... <laughs> Wow. I, mean, I don't think injecting um, petroleum jelly into your tongue is any better, actually. I think. Um, I see. I feel like that's a lazy shortcut, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just educate yourself. Well, you know? I'm too squeamish to do it to my dick, but my tongue, on the other hand, I can inject I think you can, shit into I that think you all day. You could learn long. a lot. You could teach yourself. You isn't, know? Isn't, isn't mouth health so important? I don't know if you guys are like me, but <laughs> every once in a while, I'll get like these big. <laughs> Mouth help. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll get these big ulcers in my mouth, and <laughs> oh, any at any other time. Why? You know, don't I don't even that. think about mouth health at all. I'm just like, oh, yeah, whatever. I, I thought you my said mouth, mouth, my mouth just it just mouse. it just works. Mouse health. I thought you were saying mouth help as a euphemism for a blowjob. <laughs> no, mouth, <laughs> mouth health. Well, I mean, it's important. Like it's important to have a I healthy like mouth, like cleaning your teeth and flossing and stuff. If that's if that's your uh, if that's your, I thought your you said is mouth help so important? Mouth <laughs> help. Mouth, well, no, I, I mouth, mean it's not mouth help. <laughs> I would consider it fairly important. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's like a it's, it's like a Doctor Seuss rhyme. The, and then in the health mouth health health mouth health mouth it's got a it's like hard to say words all strung together into harder to say sentences right no you're com- you're completely right as soon as you get a toothache you're yeah. like fuck so I now really i've got have like been avoiding flossing i have yeah. this huge ulcer on my on my lip like inside my lip oh i hate ulcers man it's so oh, annoying. and i'm just thinking to myself 
Christ, like, I don't remember what it was like to not have one in my mouth. Uh, an ulcer, I should say, sorry. Um, right. And it's it's so painful. I can't really eat. You know what you got to do. You know, here's a really simple home solution. I mean, like nuts. Bongella or whatever. Th- it this is. has always worked for me. No, 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 no. You don't do that. No, there's like an igloo thing. You can make a dome over it. Them now. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. This is super easy. You can do it right now. Have you tried injecting Vaseline into it. Well, you, you, just making it bigger. Well, you, you hmm? get you get the biggest cock you can find. Right. And you rub it all over the affected area. Right. <laughs> So my own is <laughs> or what you you could do what I do and get some salt, dissolve it in water, nah. make it pretty salty, and then just... You have to hate yourself to do you that. Swirl that, that so yeah. you swirl that around in your mouth. You swirl that around in your mouth, spit it out, repeat, I don't think it works. and do that, and then you wait a, a couple of hours, do it again. It, it works for me every time. Just, my uh, my wife got this like mouthwash when she had her wisdom teeth taken out. It's like this industrial strength mouthwash kills like every form of bacteria like, like corsadil or whatever that shit yeah is. something like that so i tried some of that but holy crap it just leaves your man it, it just leaves your mouth feeling all weird right like you know when you brush it your kills teeth everything with You're a right. really minty toothpaste and your mouth is like on fire afterwards yeah i hate you know that. you yeah, ever wash your right. dick and balls with like a minty shower gel and <laughs> oh, it man. numbs the whole area as well like that tea tree shit oh, get that on your sho- balls it's shocking that's it's shocking like having a, yeah. having a shit like a spicy shit and you're like you didn't expect it man it's uh, horrible. Uh, having said that though just as you said that i got this like perfect uh visual and like uh like uh, i felt the sensation what if you put like some of that minty shampoo or body wash onto some toilet paper and wiped your ass with it like that would be yeah. nice oh right? i can feel that really right now. spicy hot let shit. me let me run the numbers on that yeah, it's going to sting. <laughs> yeah, but in a good way, though. A soothing sting, right? <laughs> I think there's no such thing as a soothing sting. After you've taken, like, just a joke, like, you, you've dropped the, like, the hottest, hot, the hottest, spiciest, greasiest deuce of your life, and your asshole is on fire. That's going to feel that. pretty good, I think. After no, it's horrible. I that. think, oh my God, my butt hurts. No, but you need to, no, but the calming, he's talking about applying, like, a balm, a soothing, yeah, like a soothing I don't balm. think adding stinging stuff to <laughs> asshole balm. Yeah. Oh, butt on fire? Add some fire. (laughs) It's a different kind of fire. Yeah, Yeah, fight fire with fire. That's what they say. It's like magic. It's like, so it was on magical blue fire and now it's on magical red fire as well. It's It's a fell fire. It's a green fire. Two dots. All right, lads. I've got got a story for you. This is, this is, this is such a. Okay. Go on. Let me just, before you go drop the baller story of the century, let me just finish off. That's that I've I've had those mouthwashes before that that do make everything go weird in your mouth and make it taste like different for yeah, like a day. It feels like and it's you've... like it was like you know when you have those weird that have you ever had that stupid fruit that makes everything taste like 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 sour things taste sweet. Oh those, yeah. Um, those weird fruits yeah. like and then you eat a lemon and it tastes all sweet and you're like oh that makes me slightly terrified that it won't go back, you know? <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I feel like after I've had that, my the inside of my mouth feels like uh, a weird uh, sterile killing room, like like <laughs> like the Dexter is made with like plastic right. and fucking and the bright teeth lights are like the shit. people standing around the tongue, which there's is just no, there's nothing going on in there. Like all life inside my mouth has been destroyed by this whatever magical potion. They're gravestones. Uh, yeah, that's geez. what they are. Your teeth. Oh. God, anyway, um, okay. sorry, P-flex. So this goes back to when I was in China. And China. China. In China. China. Very topical uh, I, re- I received this a phone week, call. I received a phone call, and it was a wrong number. But the guy said, hi, is that Ted? 
And I said, yeah, this is Ted. He goes, it doesn't sound like Ted. I said, well, I can show you it. I am Ted. And he said, I don't think you're the Ted I'm looking for. And I said, all right, well, which Ted were you hoping to find? And we had a laugh about it. He was an English guy and he just called the wrong number, but he also wanted a Ted. So it was the wrong number looking for someone with the same name as me. And I right. thought, what a weird coincidence. I get back to the UK and this guy messages me and he says, hey, not Ted, it's me, Joe. That guy who called you that one time while you were in China. I didn't want to creep you out by calling again, but my friend, other Ted, brought something up after I told him about the number mishap. A YouTuber called Pyrian mentioned on a podcast that he was in China and he showed me a wiki page and his name was indeed Ted. I thought you sounded similar to the guy on the podcast and other Ted has been asking me to call you again or give out your number. Please don't do that. <laughs> I, I'm not give doing that. Give out your number. I know, I'm not doing that, obviously, but I found the podcast fun, brackets Triforce, and have been subscribed. And each episode that goes up, the more I think about it. So can I get that cleared up? Are you actually Pyrian Flax? And I said, yes. And he says, holy shit, I can't actually believe this. I was pushed over the edge when you mentioned Bournemouth School. Uh, <laughs> and I started out my teaching career at Bournemouth School for Girls, which is just across the road from Bournemouth School. And he's now teaching in Paul. So what gets me is this guy who misdialed me while I'm in China looking for someone with the same name yeah. is also from the same town I grew up in and has taught at the same school. I actually took my A-level. We were talking last week about Ben Richardson and his girlfriend, Anna Kendrick. Bournemouth School for Girls is where we took theater studies. So this guy used to teach at the school where I was at school with uh, with Ben. So, cause we went, we, we did one of our A-levels there and the rest of them at the boys' school. What, what a weird coincidence. That That's the guy weird. not only calls looking for someone with the same name, but he's from Bournemouth and he's a teacher at the school I went to. It's bonkers. That's actually- You know what would be even mm. weirder? If it turned out in the end that you two had sex. That would be weird. <laughs> with each other. <laughs> that would- Oh, that one time. I would time. ice the cake. Are you that guy? You, I recognize the, the husky voice through the hole in the wall <laughs> in the uh, toilet, uh, in the park. The public toilets. In, implying that I wouldn't be able to just pull a bloke without cottaging. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if I wanted to, I could go and have gay sex. No problemo. Guaranteed. Yeah. I bet you could, yeah. Well, they like no. bold daddy types, you know what I'm saying? Some of them. Yeah. Jeez. It, well, it's, it's probably like a whole fetish area, isn't yeah, it? I could yeah, be, I could be someone's fetish. Yeah. You never know. like egg dads or something. I don't know. Like, there's some, there's some name for you it. Could make, egg uh, you could have a society, secret society, North American Egg Love Men Association or something like that. Hard you could be like the Nembla. Like Nambla. Are you telling me we we could be like the the North American Pedophile Association? That's what my organization is going to be called. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So that's North the, American right, Bald right, Love first Association. Meeting of this, first meeting Nambla. of this new organization. Nambla. Yeah. We, we need to think of a name. Well, what will we base our name on? How about those pedos? That's a good start. Let's base our organization on, on a pedophile organization. What a name, though. North American... Men, boy, love I mean, come on. Unbelievable. Who comes up with that? That's crazy. Pedophiles, apparently. I yeah, mean, I guess so. Fuck me. They probably had a big round table discussion about it. Yeah, that's it. what I'm, I'm saying. Like, that's a round. <laughs> like the Knights of the <laughs> Sir Arthur, what do you vote? <laughs> call this association. <laughs> well, Sir Robin, I've been thinking about it at length. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Hail, sire. <laughs> what do we all love? Boys, exactly. <laughs> what, what are, are we? we all? We men. are men. And where do we live? North America. And how about? And how much do we care about them? We love them. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just that easy. Oh, for fuck's So sake. the knights of the North American man <laughs> who love boys. Association. Uh, so, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
I think I think that's a bit Fuck of a coincidence, see. isn't it? Like PFLEX. But I mean, the thing is, the world is, everyone says, oh, it's a small world, isn't it? You know, when they meet someone like uh, in a coincidental way. So, like, oh, I didn't know you'd be here. Um, on Coronation you know, Street, apparently. That's what that sounded like. <laughs> when they, it, it feels like that that sort of thing that is almost like just accepted. But actually, like the chances of something like that are very... Then again, like numbers that they give out are obviously... I'm just trying to unpick the coincidence. No, I, I, so, I am too. So, that, so I was thinking, did I get my phone in Bournemouth and I've had that number all this time? And is there like almost like an area code thing so that if I get my phone in London, it's got this code. And if I get it in Bournemouth, it's got that code, like at the start. And was it just, I mean, are we similar age? So we got phones at a similar kind of time. And that was the kind of number at that point. Um, yeah, it, it is a bit weird. I mean, it, the, the coincidence of him calling for a TED, I thought was funny enough. That's but then the, the extra coincidences on top are also just weird. Just, just it, it just added up to too many coincidences. But I think if he'd said Edward, that would have been... Well, if Maybe he's a Ted, he's an well. Edward. I guarantee you, this guy's an Edward. Yeah, but if he'd called up asking for an Edward, you would have been like, "Oh, I'm Edward as well, though." You know, or are you Ed? You're an Ed, yeah, right? I'm, You're not a Theodore. I'm an Edward. I'm I'm an yeah. Edward. I, I I don't like to go by Ed or Eddie. No, but if he'd asked, if he'd rung up asking for an Ed, would that have been a same the same level of coincidence? What's Ned short for? Nedward. Ned. Nedward. <laughs> Ned. Yeah. <laughs> It's a weird one, eh? Ned. Ned. I don't know what Ned. Let's Google Ned. Ned. I'm gonna get pictures of Ned Flanders. Here. Honestly, Flax, if this happened to me, I'm 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 not saying that. Maybe it is just like a amazing uh, series of coincidences or whatever. But if that was me, I'd be like, I this is a setup. I've been hacked or something. I see. No, my mates all said this sounds like a setup or a con, and I'm but thinking, well, what are they gonna again, con like, out of me? Yeah. Well, that's, I'm just wondering how how easy it is to get a coincidence too like how easy is it to how easy is it to speak to someone and find something you have in maybe common that maybe you've know? fallen for the con by repeating the story on this illustrious podcast maybe that was the goal of the con maybe congrats it is, it is unusual that his friend ted also knew about trifles though yeah mm, that's, that's kind of uh, unusual that that's one coincidence too far you think it's a, you maybe. think it's a setup you I think, think they've it, set it up to get on the podcast. I think we've fallen right into their trap yeah. by talking about it. Well, it's well played. The conspiracy theory. Uh, so Ned is an English given name and variant of Ed, sometimes short for Benedict, Edward, Edmund, Edgar, or Edwin. Edwin. Benedict. 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 I love it when there's a name that doesn't sound anything like, surely Benedict would be shortened to Ben. Yeah. I mean, or how Dick. would that go well, to? Well, the, yeah. the, the English like to shorten uh, Jeremy and Gary to Jez and Gaz, don't they? Which doesn't make sense either. I, I don't find I, I mean, that, I think they used to. I've never to. understood that one. <laughs> I think they're both pretty awful. Jez. I mean, Jez. Uh, it sounds like a kind of... Sounds um, like jizz. Sounds like a, a sort of a slightly overweight guy in a suit on the tube in London who's like drunk. Jizz and home. gas. All right, Jez. Yeah. Do you want to get some chips? Yeah. You all right? Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's know. what it does sound. Yeah. yeah. I don't get... Like, how do you get... How do you add an AZ or an EZ? Like, a, is it is it kind of like an off, offshoot of like Cockney rhyming slang or something like that? Yeah, sounds bad or gas. Gah, or gah, gah. Like, they want to short Jeremy and Gary, but they can't be asked to go. Gah, come on, Gah. Or Gerald, Gerald. We had a we had a, a Jez, a Gerald, which who was 
G-E-Z, Jez. That was oh a thing as well. Gez. Gez. Yeah. Yeah, would not, it be Gez or Jez? That's, that's, that's just shoehorning that that's, in. That's not cool. That's an interesting one. Jez or Gez so I watched, in, that, um, in that case. So I watched a movie. I watched Joker right. yesterday. Um, How is no it? spoilers. No spoilers, but he becomes a supervillain. Well, yeah, he does, doesn't he, in the old Batman. So it's sort of R-rated. So, you know, swearing and, like, you know, fairly, fairly felt like it was quite... Um, dark you know I, I it's not the best movie in the world but it's good enough so like a solid solid four out of five stars from old lewis and i'm a fan of batman in general and the, the, or the universe and gotham and the world and stuff and it's it's always pretty shitty you know gotham city i used to think i was but i'm starting to realize now that i'm not i just fucking don't really like superheroes or anything to do with them at all like I just like I, I'm. I think I'm. I'm tapped out on superheroes. Have you watched the boys? Uh, yeah, actually, I I liked the first episode of it, and I keep meaning to get back around to watching the rest it's of good. it. It's good. Anyway, it's Joker's an interesting good. an interesting twist on the the superhero thing. You know, it's, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk too much about about it. Spoilers, Arena. Did you enjoy it? People who are better than this, but I enjoyed it. And it, but yeah, I thought because of the weather, right? Because of like the whole, because it was a bit rainy and a bit miserable. It was kind of like right. that in Gotham, you know, like yeah, always. Right. You know, you never you never go to Gotham City and it's like a fucking lovely sunshiny bright day outside with no. everyone having a good time. No. You know, mostly there's some shit going down. Someone's nicking something or stabbing someone or raping someone in a fucking alleyway or something's going on, you know. Yeah. Or someone's pushing someone or, you know, being mean to someone. It's like it's like dirty shit New York City, I guess. Isn't hey. it? Yeah. Well, it's it's modeled after like 70s New York City, I think, isn't it? Which was probably yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think like it does that. feel like that with like a lot of kind of a lot of wild 70s lot of, and early the, 80s. The, the 70s and 80s was a pretty rough time in New York. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it's. And also, like, I think just even the people are like just a bit wary of other people. Like London, you know, when you go to London sometimes, people don't really have time for you. They're all, they've got to be somewhere now yeah. or else they're going to be go yelled at by an asshole. Or Gez. Yeah. Or- Jez is going to fucking yes. tell him to, and then, yeah. but otherwise it's suited, besuited a-holes, either non-besuited a-holes or besuited a-holes in uh, London. And it felt a little bit like that in, in Gotham. And I, I don't know, like I, in a way, like it got me into the vibe a bit more because it felt like, you know, a mirror, like I stepped into the same weather. It wasn't like I'd been transported to a different world, but also it was kind of just, um, not, 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 not so. It was just, it was just good. I, I liked it a lot. It, it left me a little bit kind of because the thing about Joker is, and, and this isn't a spoiler, is it's clearly not uh, a, a typical Hollywood feel-good superhero movie. Right. Okay, where like you know um, the good guy wins or whatever. You know, it's a story about a supervillain's origin kind of thing. Right, and as a result, you know. It, there's mo- the, the the victory moment kind of thing, and a couple of the a couple of there's a couple of great moments where you really end up like I don't want to say rooting for him, but like sometimes you're like fucking like you feel you, you feel his side, and and some and it kind of I don't know like like basically because he has this that's the other thing that, that that you've seen a lot of is him, him laughing right, just kind of very dead deadly laughing like and laughing is this thing where we do it so socially okay you ha- you can't you have to l- laughing is like this thing you do with other people around to show that you're comfortable with them and you have to laugh at the right time it's like very important to laugh at the right time and and throughout all of joker like laughter is used as this kind of 
madness thing, like where he 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 won't laugh at the right time, or he'll laugh so weirdly and differently every time, or or laugh deliberately, or like kind of you know it's so it's used so kind of weirdly. And I came out and I was just chatting with um with the people I watched the movie, which which was, which was like a bunch of the guys who've been down lately. And I laughed and I I stopped myself laughing and I was like, oh my god. I, I like my laughter in my ears sounded like weird to me. Right. So you um, felt maybe at that point that you were the Joker or t- <laughs> turning into the Joker somehow. I've got on a weird monologue here, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I like hearing your inner your inner monologue sometimes come out. Very unfiltered. I have a lot of respect for that. But you know how sometimes you watch a movie and you're into it and it's like a horror movie and you watch it in the lounge or whatever and then you go to bed and you're like you turn all the lights off and you're like oh and you're a bit spooked. For, for no reason, um, about like, just you're just on edge. Man, I, I never and... get that. And you know why? Because when I go to bed, it's business time. And I don't mean I want to have sex <laughs> when I go to bed. I mean, when my head hits the pillow, I'm in a coma. Like, I'm so tired, <laughs> I have to be in that bed at that precise moment. What time do you go to bed? Or else, uh, like, two in the morning. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, that, that's what I do when I don't have to get up. But at the moment, I have to get. I know, like, I'm not tired, but I know I have to go to bed because I've got to get up at like seven, seven thirty. See, I still go to bed at like, two a.m. I, I much prefer going to bed when I'm tired. Otherwise, yeah. my brain starts going, and that's when I get in trouble. The rest of the day, I plug my brain with games I'm playing, videos I'm watching, TV shows, things I'm getting on with, and, and then you're saying that you don't allow your brain to think. Yeah, and, that's what I'm breathe. saying. Like, generally speaking, during the day, I I don't do a lot of just sitting and thinking. And I know there's what do they call it? They call it mindful right yeah. they call it mindfulness mindfulness where you just yeah. sit and fucking just chill and just let your brain process some stuff because otherwise you don't I, I went to sleep last night i'm playing a game called panzer core at the moment which is like a, a hex-based world war ii strategy game right it's very okay very nerdy it, it's it's old it's not it's not new based on that there's always been these uh these hex-based games and um it's it, you know it's turn-based you move your units around and Blast the the whoever you blast in, and you got air air and sea and all that crap. So I go to sleep last night, and I close my eyes, and all I can see is hexes and numbers. Right, that's it. And then I start conversations start coming back to me, flashes of TV shows I've watched, and it's just voices going over and over. Like I can't switch my brain off, which is a big problem that people have. When it's finally liberated, your brain is like, wait a minute, you flooded me with so much stuff. I need time to process this. I think I think consuming that much media, whether it be games or TV or YouTube or the radio or anything, you've got to give some time to think. And I think allowing ourselves to be bombarded. I mean, we, we people say we've been bombarded these days. You're the ones watching it, me included. You don't have to be bombarded. You could switch that shit off, go and sit in an empty room. People aren't knocking on the door with a with a fucking megaphone but shouting at you. You can just chill. Do, do you think that you could also, just, uh, just as a counterpoint here, could you also potentially bombard yourself with mindfulness? Like... There's got to be a balance, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. you could try to be too mindful. You don't want to. You don't want to be sitting there and like bombarding yourself with too much mindfulness because it could go the other way. So somewhere in it the middle, it works out for those monks, right? Those guys that go off to the uh, Buddhist monasteries and stuff. They seem to be doing all right. Yeah, they just I meditate for like twelve know. hours a day. Are they? Are they they're not just chill? Like zombies, though. You know, yeah, but just, they're just, they're just so not, chill. It's not my journey, but I mean, look, if you tell, if you show me one thing that those Buddhist monks have ever created, like what if they've ever invented with that thinking, huh? What, what, have, what have those orange robed assholes <laughs> ever done for us? Man, if they're listening, on if you guys are listening to this right now, saying, he's on his like, own. Um, he's talking, he speaks I for mean, himself, saying um. 
Like, what? Come on. Like, not that I care, really, you know, what they do. And I'm a fan. I like the idea of going up to a mountain. I was reading today about this, um, there's this, like, ch- Chinese Buddhist site, um, which is this tiny, like, fucking, like, finger of rock sticking out into the sky. Right. And they've built, like, a little temple on right on the fucking tip of it, like, on the fingertip of this rock. And it's, like, the tiniest thing fucking up in the sky, basically. And it's, like, it's, it's above the clouds. And it's, it's madness. It looks terrified to get up there in the first place. And then even, like, doing a bit of chanting up there. Oh, must be great. But also weird. You know, you probably have to eat, like, you have to probably probably lug up a load of pot noodles up there. Um, you know, you're not growing any fresh food, are you, kind of on the top of that fucking Pot thing. noodles. Just, anyway. That's sorry, your go-to... Food you would take because they're of Asian. Because they're Asian, right? <laughs> yeah, they have <laughs> pot noodles. Good one. I don't know if they have. Do they have pot noodles in Asia? Yeah, like, maybe yeah, yeah. Like... I mean, they're, they're not pot noodles, but there's like, it, like when when I've been to the supermarket in China, there's fucking millions of different brands and varieties of of essentially pot noodles, but good. Like they're really good. The flavor's much better. So uh, this morning I walk into my garage um, as normal, you know, open the door, step in, say hi to Terry, look in Terry's cage. He's just on his back. Like he flipped over. I don't know how long he was there for, but he was pretty pissed off about it. Because when I went to pick him up and put him normal, he hissed really loud at me as well. (laughs) So He was chilling and you ruined his meditation. That's that's how turtles get mindful. I guess so. He was really he was really angry about the whole thing, but I realized when he was on his back how big he's gotten. Like he's grown a lot. He's huge. And like when you see him from underneath, you realize like how like because you know when you see them from the top, you know their their shells like curve and they don't seem so big, sort of thing. But they're flat underneath, so you get you know they look wider and stuff. It's really weird. Wow. I've seen him in a whole you new life, like in a compromising position. Do you yeah. think you were like a predator coming to like? Yeah, it's eat like a dad something. walking in on his son, like you know, just squeezing his hog playing yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. yeah, you do wonder that they must have ways of getting back right on their Yeah, I don't know. Like I, they, I don't know if they do though. I think I, I, they either wait for something to nudge them over, or they get uh, eaten by a predator because. I don't see how he could write himself. Like he was, he was really stuck. <laughs> no. It was like he wasn't moving at first either. So I was like, "Terry, you're dead." And then all of a sudden, when he heard me, his <laughs> arms and legs started flailing, and I was like, "All oh, right, okay." That's what you want to hear, isn't yeah. it? When you come into like come into the room, hey, buddy, like, you dead? <laughs> you, you're dead. Oh, you're dead. God, he is. Uh, no. Oh, no. So luckily, he's not dead. But yeah, it was a weird one. I guess, uh, I think he tried to climb up some stones and then probably just fell backwards or something. I don't know. It's really weird. He's he's flipped over before. There's been there's been cases of him flipping over before. Luckily, there's always somebody around because if, they, if, if they're underneath their basking light, it can like cook them, you know? Like they're not meant to like receive light on the bottom. It's just like the top. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. You get a yeah. delicious Terry burger one more. Yeah. I mean, imagine like imagine yourself, Lewis. You're you're laying in a tanning booth and you accidentally fall asleep, but you're doing like... Accidentally flip over. You know, but you're doing like the butt cannon at this, you know, like when you your knees are up and your ass is sticking up in the air. That's how you've fallen asleep. You can imagine. It would dry you out big time, right? Potentially cause some oh, damage. Oh, right. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't think of that. Yeah. That would be that would be horrible. Yeah. I'd really need some Vaseline injections yeah, after a that. A place where where regularly the light does not shine. All of a sudden, there's too much light going in there. Well, I, think. I mean, surely what you do is you just build a 
uh, an environment for him where if he does flip over, he just falls off it, right? I think the main thing is as long as the ground isn't too flat. Apparently things like a hardwood floor, like if you think about a a tortoise in a house, this is not a natural environment. Out there, the ground is never perfectly flat. There'd be something to grab onto, a bit of grass or whatever. If only the earth was was round, then we wouldn't have this problem. Tortoises know earth equals flat. Terry's yeah. like, this earth is too flat. Yeah, he knows. So I was watching uh I was watching Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Have you seen that Jesus movie? Jesus Christ. No. It's like a it's like a teenage uh hunger game. It was on channel like four. Y- even younger. It was hunger on it was games. on film four. Younger games. It's definitely more it's it's definitely more in that vein, Hunger Games than anything yeah. else, right? These this guy wakes up in a in a metal box going up in a in a in a lift. The doors open at the top and there's a bunch of guys already there and they're like, welcome to the glade. Then they explain that they're stuck in this glade at the center of a maze and food comes up and of course everything goes goes tits up and they have to escape and all the rest of it. Now my kids were watching this movie. It was probably, it may maybe a little too grown up for my seven year old. She was a little scared of any kind of peril. Like there's a dude running away from something at one point, terrified, right? But what made me laugh was the absolute nailed on cliches that you get in these movies, okay? Let me tell you, right, so here's an example of a cliche. You will know exactly how this goes the moment I start describing it to you. But to them, it's like fresh material because they're young, so they've never seen this before. Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, I made it to give back to my parents. Here, I want you to give it to them when you get out. And the guy takes it, says, listen to me, come here, gives it back to him. You're going to give it to them yourself. (laughs) You're going to get out of this. Yeah, that old one, yeah. That is like the oldest and what do you think happened to the guy who he told was going to give it to the, his parents himself? He got he died. He, he got he he, he tobogganed into a snowblower. Right, he, he died. Right, he fell off a cliff. It, it happens in <laughs> everything. A bald man his heart road. out of his body on a broken yeah. bridge. So the guy's got the. If you have the thing and someone gives it to you and says, "Give this to my parents," you're going to give it to him yourself, man. You're now here. That person's going to die. If the hero is the one saying you're going to make it out of here yourself. He's going to be fine. Yeah. But if he gives it to another guy and says, I want you to give this letter to my parents. I don't think I can make it out. You're going to give it to them yourself. They're both going to die. Whoever has the letter is going to die. I think that it happens in Saving Private Ryan. This letter gets everybody killed. This is this is such a cliche. But my kids had no idea. So to them, it was like, wow, this is unbelievable. Yeah. And I, they, they were really worried. Oh, my God, he's going to die. I was like, he's the hero. This is the guy on the poster. He's not going to die. <laughs> and they sort of looked at me like, huh? Like they were betrayed by this idea. And I'm thinking, maybe this generation is ready. Yeah. But the guy on the poster dies in scene one. That would put the wind up everybody. They get Leonardo DiCaprio in a movie, five minutes in, he's dead. He doesn't appear in the rest of the film. People are like, didn't see that coming. That's the only real twist left. That the guy you pay $30 million to be in the movie dies in the first five minutes. I, be brave, filmmakers. I think we can do it. Plot armor is a real thing. Yeah. Um, and it's very difficult to address in ways that don't suck. And I hate to say it, Game of Thrones was very good uh, before seasons, whatever, at doing that. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was very good at surprise character death. Yeah. Um, of people that people that people liked and gave a shit about. The other guys um, was like that too. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, that's a good movie. Samuel L. Jackson and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh wait, that's the. I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm thinking of the nice guys. <laughs> Also in uh, deep, is it what is it called? Deep something. Impact. It's a movie with a shark. Deep rumbling. Deep, deep rumblings. <laughs> deep, 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 deep water deep, horizon. Deep water deep. horizon. 
Samuel L. Jackson dies in that sort of halfway through the movie. No one sees that coming. He's going, we've got to try to come together. Get out of here. And then the shark just comes out of this pool, goes, Rawr! and eats him and fucks off, right? It was like, whoa, like a big moment. They need to do that more. Kill off the characters in the movies. Come on. Deep, deep. Well, The story of an Indian scuba diver who's afraid of sharks. You know, I, I, I think that they, they, I think that's, that's something which Hollywood is bound by though in some ways have you seen um the new uh, um uh once once upon a night one one night in yeah, hollywood once upon called? a time in hollywood yeah not yet um it's it's great but also it does address that slightly because you know there's a guy this character in it it's not a spoiler who talks about um how you know you don't want to be perceived like get like typecast in hollywood or you don't want you don't want your character to be shown as being weak or, or beat up or yeah you know because it's a slippery slope into not being a hero anymore you know yeah and before you know so it people, you're sean bean you die in everything so if you want to if you want to get like a, a be a big name, you know, and you feel like you have some control, like if you are a big name. So if you want to get a big name in your movie, they're going to come with stupid fucking rules about what they can and can't do yeah. uh, in the script. And the mm. script has to be adjusted to fit them, you know? Interesting. And I'm sure even in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt... You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they had said, well, you know, I'm going to have to have equal screen time. I mean, something like that, you know? Um, I don't know. I feel like those guys, if they get together with somebody like Tarantino, there's not much of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I think I if they exactly, were making a shit asked, movie, but, then yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, if it was but, like but, a yeah. different... I, I, would be, I would be surprised if that conversation hadn't happened, though. Like, do you know what I mean? It like, I, yeah. I, would, I feel like they were discussing it, and then Tarantino was like, this is a movie about that. <laughs> I mean, the thing <laughs> is, is that it's not those guys having those conversations either. It's their managers, right? Oh, people, please. People who make a big deal about this stuff. Yeah, but they To know. other people who, who pander to it to justify getting paid and stuff like that, right? Oh, they're all in I think people. Yeah, you're right. That they've got advisors yeah. and stuff, and they'll. Oh, be like, don't yeah, get me know. wrong. There is an element of ego for sure behind the scenes yeah. where Leonardo DiCaprio is probably like, "You that fucking that buck tooth bastard. Make sure I get as much <laughs> screen time as him, Billy. When you go in, bargain hard, bargain hard, Billy. <laughs> like, there's definitely. Or they, an or they subtly do yeah. it. They yeah. subtly do it by just saying, "Man, you know that fucking. I can't believe he got more screen time than me. Yeah, I can't believe that I had to be doing X while this yeah. guy was doing Y. Oh my but God. there's a they lot say of it outright. There's a lot of pumping up and ruffling of feathers and all that kind of stuff in the background, oh, yeah. right? For you sure. You got to ruffle feathers. You got to ruffle. I, I, yeah. I, I think like the interesting, something that I thought about this week was that, you know, these guys like Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, they don't have to do these movies, clearly. They really don't. Like they can just retire quite happily and just, just do whatever the fuck if, they want to do. If they but were think, in it for nothing but money, I agree. Yeah. But but also I but I don't think they are in it for, for when they've got that much money I don't think it matters anymore. Yeah. Well, the, I think they still they look still at Johnny Depp to be it always matters. Maybe, but but I think that the I think they do genuinely enjoy being on a being the center of attention. Yeah, being of on course. A movie, that's being why a big guy, Being in charge of something. Yeah, that's like a... I I think it's 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 the thing that they wouldn't do if they didn't actually want to do it. And I also think they're so rich that they can basically just turn down anything they don't want to. They're not actually genuinely interested in themselves. You know, I don't think very many of them are like, "Yeah, go, you should do this. You know, you should do this. It'll be good for your career or whatever." You know, they've already they've made yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it must be really gratifying to be at that position where, first of all, think how many jobs you get to turn down. Like you can just say, "No, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm passing on this. I'm not interested." To, you must get lots of offers that are really interesting. Be like, yeah, this is really interesting, but I just don't think it's right for me. Like you're in a position where you can actually just turn down Pick work and choose stuff that yeah. you don't fancy, rather than just saying I'll but do then, whatever. But then the opportunities that would uh, would 
open up to you would be immense, right? Like, oh, a- yeah. and you can see that they probably sort of get enthralled by, you know, certain scripts or certain directors or yeah. whatever. I mean, when, sometimes you don't, you see like a star's made a movie. Yeah. They make a movie and you think, what the fuck are they doing in this? It's like a pet project or like a yeah, promise. Yeah, he like, said to someone, if, you know, I'll definitely do a movie. Something that no they problem. were just interested in trying out that they've done or whatever. I like when that kind of stuff happens as well. Cause it just, it's just a little bit sort of off the grid sometimes. Isn't yeah. It? I like a good cameo. Yeah. You know, someone, a big deal turns up in yeah. a movie for two minutes. You think, yeah. wow, I don't know why it seems cool. It kind of throws shade on everyone else in the movie but it is also it's like in the credits the and I really don't so I actually so. really don't like that I so I think a serious movie shouldn't have those kind of jokey cameos from big budget actors well, they know, don't always have to be I, jokey cameos though I think sometimes they can be very subtly done and that's But fine. sometimes like it pulls me out of the movie it does like, make take you out because you go oh it's so and so like that's all you end up saying right yeah you don't look I, at yeah, I never had character. a problem with Stan Lee in like kind of that but I think if it was in something serious like you know like like Leonardo DiCaprio he's done shit loads of movies like from fucking Inception to like Shutter Island and like you know he's worked with like everyone the fucking Island every, of Dr. Every, Monroe do you know what and I mean? all those ones too and <laughs> yeah uh, uh, and, and, and I, I think in any like in Shutter Island or like Inception, it would be weird if like I don't know if like some super famous actor just had a ten second sort of jokey cameo. I suppose it does happen. Maybe maybe I'm over. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I think if it, I think often it is crowbarred in, but sometimes it's sometimes done it's well. done. But sometimes it's it's done in a in a shitty way. And but other times I've I, I can't think of any examples. But I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure I've seen times where it's been done non shitty. It's been fine, sort of thing, or I've liked what it. What was I? What was I looking at? Oh, I, I know what I watched. Fucking Stephen King had a cameo in It Chapter Two, right? And it felt very like fucking unnecessary because before, because I watched the city, the the I watched the um I watched the the. The, the the sorry the movie in in the theater and I watched and before the movie was on there was a little sort of awkward bit with Stephen King where it would look like they you know he, he looked like he'd been wheeled out um and asked these awkward questions yeah and he sort of wasn't really very I don't know very charismatic about it unfortunately it hadn't been edited very well or they hadn't asked him the right questions or whatever um and so I sort of I'd, I'd, I'd already I'd already had like Stephen King in my mind and then I'm watching this movie and it gets to this sort of shop scene and Stephen King's this sort of creepy shop owner I'm like oh, what the fuck is this scene? And it, it went on for far too long. It was sort of unnecessary. And it felt like it didn't add anything to the plot. And I was just sort of waiting for it. It felt like an ad break in the like middle of the movie for like a minute for just this random advert or to like, I don't know, like just just like, I don't know, like wank off Stephen King a bit. I felt like it was ne- unnecessary. And He's I didn't a terrible like actor as well. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> He's a writer. He writes like a fucking yeah. So just pr- say prolific that. Just say horror. Writer. Oh god, There's so much. So many of his books are. But terrible. is that because they've been putting Stan Lee and everything that now Stephen King has to go and have cameo? No, no. He he's movies? been in a bunch like, of his. films. He has dude. been. Yeah. He's always made like little. I haven't seen him before. Stuff. I always found the Simpsons pretty funny with the crowbar cameo kind of stuff. You know, like. They'll be they'll they'll go to like uh you know Bart and Lisa's open school fair or something like that and one of them will turn around and hey dad look it's it's lightweight champion Reggie Jackson hack it's it like you know it's, it's this guy that looks just like him I guess in a Simpsony way but, and that's his only part in the whole show in the 
20 minute show is just one one line and he's he's just like chucked into it for whatever reason i think they used uh, to do it really funnily but they then they did yeah they started doing it really bad yeah i haven't watched it he's recently beating, but he's he's cameoed in hundreds of his movies who yeah yeah he's he, he always i don't up. think i've seen any of them actually most of them are dreadful I've seen kingdom hospital rose red storm of the century <laughs> Hey, you know his best the one? Langoliers. 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 I, what about I, Mis- I thought Misery was a good one. I liked Mis- Misery's really good. That's probably his best book as well, honestly. I don't think he has a cameo in that. No, there's no, there's, there's hardly any characters. There's no there's opportunity for it. There's like two characters in it. It'd be yeah. weird if like he was like a mailman or something. <laughs> Just hey, I got a package for you. <laughs> Thank you. It's a new book. Thank you. <laughs> Door closes, end of scene. Like, the, what? like yeah. she would hit it. Cujo. <laughs> he did Pet Cemetery as well, didn't he? Pet, um, yeah, was, I remember that thing. because it was deliberately spelled for Cujo. And yeah. it always did he do me. Carrie as well? I think he Carrie did Carrie. Is, is, uh, Carrie. Did is that his the book? Green, the Green Mile. Green Mile, yeah, that's pretty good, honestly. Shawshank Redemption is a short story of his, right? So Shawshank, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was Stephen King as well, wasn't it? Doctor Sleep is the one that's coming out in January. He Didn't Stephen King write The Shining originally? Yeah, 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 yes, of course. Yeah, and, but then, and Doctor Sleep is the sequel yeah. to it. And so so just... just the Shining. So my, my issue with Stephen King is... His books, his books are too fucking long. They're just too long. It's like he doesn't know when to stop. Like I've, I've, if you read Misery, it's it's not that bad. But if you read it, it's fucking massive. It's a big it book. It goes on forever. It was a big book, yeah. Massive. It goes on forever. And most no, of that ridiculous. is pretty fucking boring, in all honesty. Like, it's really a lot of boring stuff in those books. He just doesn't stop. It, all his books are getting thicker and thicker and thicker. I don't know how he does it. He must just be... Like all fucking day, every day. It's just no stopping the man. Take you know, cut, you don't need just fucking trim it down. I don't even. He there's no way he writes all of them. He probably has like what a, do you say? He, he probably has saying? like a team of like people <laughs> that sure. write books and he just slaps his name on it. No one man cannot write all those books. Like apparently he can. It's like twenty books a year. Fuck me, man. No, it's not. Oh, on. it is. Okay, Alexa, how many books has Stephen King written? Stephen King has published 58 novels, okay. including seven under the pen name Richard Bachman. Right. Six Richard Bachman. Books. 58 books. Over 200 short stories, most of which have been compiled in book collections. 200 short stories as well. So, oh, you can knock okay, me out in a so day. So Stephen King is, what, four years old? So 58... 58- Books and 200 short stories. <laughs> He's superhuman. He's superhuman. <laughs> Too many He books. started in 1967. Jesus. Yeah. Well, how old was he? In 60- He's 72 now. Oh, my so God. So he was 20. In 1967, he was 20 years old. That's when he started. You got to love You got to love what you do, right? To to carry yeah, on. Apparently he does. Like that long. Fuck me. I mean, I think the thing is he has written some crackers, but an awful lot of his books, fuck me. They they are. They I didn't realize there was an eighth Dark Tower book. I thought it was. I thought it stopped at seven. <laughs> I'm not even up to that. Was in 2012. Jeez, that so came eight out. of his 58 books are Dark Tower books. That's nuts. So I'm looking at the length of books. The Stand is 1,152 pages. It 1,138 pages. Under the Dome, which he wrote in 2009, which is dreadful, 1,074 pages. <laughs> I like how you said that. It just goes what on and on. Under the Dome. Under the Dome. Oh my which fucking God. Get sucks, under by the, the way. Dome, Jenny. <laughs> I feel like a lot of his books is like a short story idea that he drags out to a thousand page. But all the movies are too. A lot of the movies are a short story idea yeah. that's dragged out to a 
two or three hours. It's like, yeah. where should we set this, Stephen? How about Maine? Let's set. Can we set it in Maine? <laughs> uh, can we? Uh, let's shoehorn Maine into this one. <laughs> there, there's two movie adaptations of The Shining, isn't there? There's the the famous one, and then there's the not so famous one. Are you serious? Yeah, I. But there's another Shining I movie. I think there oh, is. I yeah. gotta see I this. I think that there is. I really liked. I mean, The Shining's a classic. No, I'm I'm vaguely excited for Doctor Sleep because it looked it looked profoundly unsettling and you know i think that's where stephen king has always excelled really in in my opinion in like doing creepy weird horror stuff where a lot of the time you just don't really understand stuff you know i think a lot of the time movies try to give you that closure and like help and a lot of time is his books it's like it's just creepy and weird for no fucking reason not gonna explain anything do you mean And, and then when when you get like a movie, they're like, oh, "Okay, we have to put in a little hint that it's an alien from space." So there hasn't been another Shining film, but there was a, a, a miniseries on TV, a three-episode miniseries. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Then. In like 1997, apparently. Right. So. I might be thinking of that. Why did they bother? It's like you can't. It was, why did you bother? Like it's already a classic. Because you know, someone they, at that somebody, table must have been like somebody got already a, done a really good a movie. Sniff on that why there was you? five bucks to be made off of it or whatever, <laughs> so they did it. We'll give Stephen King a cameo for some Mahomes. That's why they do it. Um, I've been watching, uh, well, I watched The Apprentice last night, which is, as you expect, just garbage. Of course. Like the, the same, but I can't stop watching it. Uh, I was angry the whole time, too. And um, But I've also been watching this um, limited series on Netflix called Unbelievable, about a serial rapist. It's really interesting. It's based on God, based on true events. That. that popped up, and I just thought it would be a bit too fucking depressing. No, yeah, I know, I, I've got enough in my life. I don't want to be depressed anymore. It yeah, horrible. it is a bit... It's, Sometimes it's I just can look at... I looked at the trailer, and I was like, oh, God, this looks very yeah. depressing. No, it's I'm worth a sure watch. It's like... really well done. The acting is uh, superb in it as well. Okay. And uh, and I, I started watching uh, The Jinx. You ever heard of that? This yeah, that's Robert really Durst? good. Yeah, man. fuck me, it's so weird, isn't it? Like I'm, I'm on like Jinx three, ep- like episode three or something, and it's amazing it's that people just like that fucking exist. Bizarre, yeah. It's like they just, just weird. they just exist. Yeah. Like that, that's to me when people talk about, oh, you know, some wealthy elite. That's these guys. Yeah. Like they live these, in a whole different it, world they do. from the rest yeah, of us. It is. It's 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 kind of shocking how different it is as well like in ways yeah, that you like don't existence to them is completely different from it is from, from how it is for yeah, everybody else yeah but uh really interesting at the same time yeah it's yeah really good he's such good a bon- that is such a bonkers story anyway yeah. we gotta stop the podcast guys thank you though um for listening we'll be back next week i've got a few things to do sorry guys i have to cut it a bit early but but thanks everyone thanks you for the support we got patreon um you could support us on there that's very much appreciated we don't run ads or anything um but we might do we might we might we might do some ads oh really we might really? do some ads so i can convince these guys all right yeah, i got some ideas right. anyway okay. we're ready to bury this podcast <laughs> <laughs> under a mountain of money yeah. thank right. you thanks everyone bye. all right bye. goodbye